The bids are in. The gavel is dropped. Ladies and gentlemen, here at WineBid, we are finally hammered. That's right. This is WineBid's podcast dedicated to all things wine value, wine retail, and just wine. With me, as always, is my wine mentor, the man who is an absolute, unequivocal, hands-down expert in wine. <laughs> my name is Jeff Gurn. I'm oh, on- you're really, really blowing it out. This really, time. really blowing you up there, Paul. My name is Jeff Gurn. I'm on WineBits marketing team, and I know almost nothing, but uh, that's why Paul's here. We're going to talk today a little bit about, we're going to do an auction recap, talk a little about what we saw happen in this week's auction. Paul, let's jump right into it. Let's start off with the 1990 AR Lenoble Grand Cru. Brut Grand Cru Blanc de Blancs, eight bids took it from 75 to 130, almost doubling. This yeah, that's a lot of action for that wine. I'm kind of curious. I think this particular producer also has got a very strong, you know, brand identity in other parts of the world. Not that, you know, you can't find big fans of it in the U.S., but I think mostly it's got a bigger following in Europe and, and Far East and stuff like that. And it's this is a rare one too. It was only in one week and got bid way up. So not I mean I would not have guessed that. I would not have guessed it to hit 130. But impressive, impressive nonetheless. Well, and you know, little- 90s are like 90 was heralded as such a big, big finish. I I remember this, gosh, I don't know, 20 years ago it was like a really big deal and uh, before the millennium. But now they're just it's few and far between, I'm sure. So, well, there you go. 2011, Alice et Olivier de Moore Bourgogne. <laughs> yeah. This is crazy. There's, I think, I want to say, like, I've I've been hyping the Chablis from from this producer for a long time, but the Bourgogne Chitri, like, yes, hammering it. I think this goes sixty two dollars went for more than. Then their Chablis do. So I yeah, that's a that's a that's a wild one for sure. I mean another and I don't know how wild this is, but the O uh six Ganavats uh <laughs> I saw that. We had two of them, seven bits from sixty-five to hundred and sixty dollars a piece. Yeah, these Ganavat wines continue to just go through the roof and that wasn't the only one in last week right there were i think there were a couple others too yeah there was the 09 uh 09 guard which went from 65 to 160 i mean they're all basically jumping so like they're all going up to i feel like every every week gunavant wines double in in value (laughs) like like they just just I mean, pretty soon they'll be worth billions of dollars. Like if this trend continues <laughs> in 14 auctions, they'll be, they'll cost more than, you know, uh, the richest person in the world has. Well, I'm not going to say anything to that effect, but the. I was just saying, they just like, they keep going up. These are like. Well, did you see the other, the other wine with the title? Well, see, because it's, there's the Anne and Jean-Francois, it's sort of like the partnership plus simply the Ganavet label, but the partnership label, which I believe is younger, there's a multi-vintage wine, Pool Pre, that started at 20 and hammered at 80. And that's just nuts. I mean, that's just hilarious. I, I never would, ever would have expected that. We have this non-vintage Anne et Jean-Francois. Oh, wait, yeah, that's why I'm talking about. That's the Pool Pre. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, no, no, I, I spaced there. All right, we had the 2010 Charton. Yeah, Charton. This is on my list of picks last week, actually, because 
now that I think about it, I know we I'm not even sure our our recording went live last week, but this was one of the wines that I had in my champagne picks for sure. I didn't again didn't expect that that much action. I thought it would go for like somewhere between 60 and 75, but almost a hundred bucks for that. It's pretty, pretty wild. Crazy. O2 Domaine Romanet Chassagne Montrachet Claw Saint Jean Rouge. Six bits to from 65 to 74. So, you know, we're seeing some burgundy continue to rise in value. Yeah. And I mean, Ramonet's obviously very well known and respected for the white wines. We talked about a bunch of big bottles we had of some of the Grand Cru's that sold over the last few weeks. But the Red Chassagne Montrachet is, is still considered very you know excellent wine and so i think this is a value wine if you think about ramonet especially 20 years old 20 plus years old at this point and you know oh two great great red vintage so i don't think that's expensive actually I, I i think that's still a pretty good deal if you want to talk about you know famous producers and great vintages in, in burgundy that's not terribly expensive one that I thought was interesting was this 01 La Rioja Alta Vina Ardanza Rioja Reserva, which we had two of those six bids took them from 75 to 93, yeah. which kind of interesting for Spanish wine to be seen. I mean, and La Rioja, I like, I love La Rioja Alta, uh, but it's not exactly super rare. Anyway, usually it's like stuff that gets huge scores too, you know, that hasn't, hasn't been in auction for a while or something like that, where yeah. it's like from a great vintage or whatever, and it gets massive scores, but this wine, it didn't, I just looked it up. I was curious, but they're not advocate 93 and there's a good chance it's Robin's score of a 17 and a half, but otherwise nothing. So like triple hundred points. No, exactly. Like wine <laughs> spectators. Number one for the year. <laughs> right. There's a lot of those, but especially in Spain, but no, that that's, you're right. That's an interesting thing to see those kinds of wines getting, getting act, action like that. 1990 R. Dubois at Phil Louis-Saint-Georges, Les uh, Les Chaillots. Yeah, this is... Six bids, so from 60 to 82. Another rare one, and also, you know, another great vintage. And I, frankly, that's, that's another, I would say that's another deal. And I don't know. I don't know about the, <laughs> the quality of the wine, but quite rare and, and from an incredible vintage. So and it, it looks actually quite in great shape, too. Well, and let me just say, somebody is going to be getting for their birthday a bottle of 1983 Tattinger Comte de Champagne Blanc de Blancs, or at least two people. A couple bottles. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, a couple bottles because six bids took them 380 to 490. Yeah, that's a big, big jump. That's a and huge see, jump. We see a fair amount of Tanger, you know, the Comte de Champagne. It comes in quite often. It's not extraordinarily rare, but the older vintages, we see those as well. And this was a big jump, definitely. So that's the curious one. We had this 2011 Alain Nuit Saint-Georges Les Mougères. Five bids took it from 90 to 102. Again, what's interesting to me is we're seeing a lot of movement at sort of the bottom end of the Burgundy market. You know, you see a lot of the stuff that was a little bit more affordable starting to creep up. I wonder if this is sort of the effect of the super high end Burgundy has become so <laughs> accessible and, and right. so expensive that people are moving to the bottom end of the Burgundy market, causing that to sort of rise a little bit. That's my, I don't know. But what yeah, I-, I think that's 
kind of the case. You know, it's it's funny because some of these examples are pretty rare. I mean, that Ramane, for example, you know, I kind of would have expected that to have gone for more and probably will in the coming, yeah, I, I'm coming sure years. <laughs> it's, it's never going to be inexpensive going forward. And I think you're right. Some of the lesser known or, you know, second, third tier, whatever you want to call them, wines are just going to get, you know, pushed up. I see further down in our list here, there's some Fourier 04, another challenging red vintage, just like the 11 uh, Ula Noyat, Nuit Saint-Georges, the 04 Jeffrey Sherbotic, that got bid way up 115 to 165. And that's, that's a lot. And that's a tricky one. So those, you know, those just keep going out. The Hubert Lamy beneath that, the Saint-Thomas, this was on my list as well, 80 to to almost looks like 90, not quite. And so I think, you know, these things all just kind of just keep getting inching up the younger wines, obviously, to a lesser degree, because they're not as rare, but still, they're not going to be inexpensive any longer. Well, like, look, even even like the 88 Auspices de Bone, Corton, Cuvée, Docteur, Preste, Elevage, uh, Jean... Jean-Marie de Chambre, yeah. Chambre. That one, 375 milliliter went from 45 to 66. That's, that's <laughs> rare. Yeah, I mean, that's a rare one for sure. That's super collectible just because good luck trying to replace that bottle, you know. It's one thing if it's a super high-end, you know, big name. Those are traded around a lot. But something like this, good luck ever trying to find another one of those. That's that's really rare. But then just below, below, excuse me, below that, the Michel Noyat Maurice yeah. Saint-Denis 18. I mean, great red vintage, inexpensive. 25 bucks got bid up to 30. That's not bad, you know? It's, it's not bad, but that still is a 20% increase yeah. in, in price yeah. at the bottom end of the market. And there were six of them. You wouldn't have expected that many bids no. with six bottles, no. but. No, I. I yeah. I would not. I think you you had a lot of people seeing like, hey, look, it's like I said, it's super expensive at the high end of the market. This is an opportunity for me to pick up a lot of really good stuff at yeah. a reasonable price, even at $30, right? Right. And I wonder if it's just like we've now, this has become the new normal, you know, <laughs> where $150 is cheap for a village, you know, Burgundy. <laughs> um, we have a 1975 Almaden late harvest Johannes Reed. Almaden it makes you think of the giant bottles with the handles in them. You know the huge, huge bottles you can buy at CVS, but not the same wine. Not not the same one. <laughs> this was five bits from twenty to forty one, which I thought that was really, really interesting. We've you know we see these California Johannesburg late harvest Rieslings coming up from time to time. Oh, we had this uh, 2000 Chateau Brunon go from 75 mm. to 89 after five bids. So a lot of Chateau Brunon fans out there. That is not a Chateau that I am terribly familiar with. I think that was actually on my list also, because this is, I want to say this is like a fairly small production wine from from Pesach, from the same area as Oprion. But yeah, that's a, that's interesting because this actually had been in auction for a while. And I think a couple of them had sold. It's always so funny. A couple of them had sold a few weeks back. And then <laughs> all of a sudden people want it again. <laughs> it gets bid back up to, to a, you know, a former high price. So you never, you never can tell. We had this uh, 2010 Panalikio di Sopra Brunello de Matisco. Mm-hmm. 
get bid up from 65 to 85. We had two of them. This one I thought was really interesting because, I mean, you know, we first of all, we've got a lot of 2010 Brunellos coming into auction this week. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say and, that there's a bunch of smoking uh, deals in uh, Italy right now. A bunch of amazing games. Yeah. 2010, as you well know, was a phenomenal year. Yeah, it's, no, it's uh, incredible. I tasted a bunch of them on release and they were good then. I can't wait to try some of them again. I just recently had some and they're like smoking. They're like yeah. so freaking good. A part of me, you know, wonders if if now we're starting to see the market say, okay, th- you know, these are entering the drinking window. And uh, I mean, maybe it's the beginning of the drinking window, but they're starting to get really drinkable. And it was a phenomenal year. so. We could see some pricing, uh, price corrections coming in, correction, price increases coming in. As uh, I think, yeah, it's weird. It's like a funny little pocket where people kind of, I think, you know, savvy buyers have been grabbing them up for a while because they haven't been terribly expensive. And then that's probably going to end. This is a good example for sure. 65 to, to 85. I mean, that's a big jump. I, I mean, I think, uh, look, I, you know, again, we'll, we'll go over this and, you know, in the podcast where we're looking at stuff coming at auction, but like there was a tremendous amount of 2010 Brunellos mm-hmm. I saw that were in the 30, 40, 50. Yeah. 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 Incredibly affordable. And then yep. 13 years of age on them, they've been, somebody has stored those things professionally for you. They probably cost more than you're paying on, <laughs> on release. Yeah, I don't think, right. they, yeah, there were too many $30 Brunellos when the 2010s came out, that's for sure. Oh, no, I mean, I don't rem- I don't remember finding any $30 Brunellos back then. No. <laughs> so I think it's it's really interesting. And I, I don't know, I was I was going through there, like tracking a bunch of stuff, thinking like, I gotta come back and bid on some, <laughs> some better. <laughs> they're singing right now. 85 Chateau de Herbeau Chambertine. This one, we had four of them. Five bids took them from 105 to 155, I believe. 150, 155. I thought that was very interesting, again, to see like such action at, at this sort of level of the market. Yeah, that's another wine I've, I've never even seen. I, I don't know Chateau des Herbeaux at all. I've never even heard of it. So that's one to look up because... Yeah, that's a that's an interesting one. And Merceau apparently is where the chateau is. Anyway, uh-huh. yeah, that's really, really wild. And not too expensive when you consider neighbors in Chamberton, especially from 85. It's a yeah. you know, pretty amazing vintage in, in Burgundy, uh, France uh, for that matter. But anyway, yeah, that's that's a that's an interesting one. Uh, and four bottles of it too, not just four bottles. Know, yeah. Right. All, all of them got better. I'll yeah. mention one more thing, and then let's let's jump over to the heavy hitters. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eighty-two, Doctor H. Hanish, Bern Kassler, Bad Stube, uh, Riesling, Spätlese, Nummer Siebenundvierzig. Uh, that was five bids from forty-five to seventy-three. Wow, that's a yeah, that's a big jump for for, for Riesling wine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. That's a yeah. But I mean, look, you're you're looking at something with 41 years of age. It is just fate, they say. Uh, it's probably drinking fantastic right now. So even at $73, I don't think that's a crazy price to pay for a spate lace with with that amount of age. No, that's true. It's it's not overly expensive. So yeah, it's um, not not bad. Let's talk about some of the heavy hitters that sold. It's uh, Domaine de la Romani Conti, Richborg. This one sold one bid, uh, took it, uh, hammered it at uh, $3,200. Yeah. Which we also hammered a 2010 Screaming Eagle Sauvignon Blanc. 
<laughs> Every week. That's it. We got to mention this one. <laughs> $3,200. Right. And it's got to be some of the best Sauvignon Blanc ever made. I guess so. People are paying that much for it. Must uh, be. Here's what was kind of interesting. A 2017 DRC Richebourg sold for $2,850. So really, it's only an extra $350 to get something with, you know, over 40 years of age, 45, 46, (laughs) 47 years of age. That's true. I thought it was also interesting. 2003 liter of Cheval Blanc sold for $27.85. I'll bet that yeah. is absolutely fantastic. Yeah, that's a, that's a really nice bottle. We had an 09 Screaming Eagle Cabernet Sauvignon, which sold for a little under 20, yeah, 2705. And then an 06 Screaming Eagle Cabernet Sauvignon, which sold for 26 80. An 08 Comte de Vosges Bomar Magnum, three bottle lot of the Magnums, sold for $26.25. Yeah, but Mar, I saw that three pack of mags. That's pretty, that's pretty wild. Not terrible. Bunmar never goes for nearly as much as the Musigny, obviously, but still it's a it's a nice triple, triple set of wines there. O3 costs whole bottle lot OWC sold for $23.40. That was interesting. Right to see the cost sell at twenty three forty for the twelve bottle lot, one ninety five a bottle for twenty years of age does not seem crazy to me. No, not too bad, not for cost. It's it's you know it's going up in price. It's no joke. And oh three too, you know it's a it's an interesting vintage because they're the pricing is all over the map with with Bordeaux from oh three. We always talk about it because it's one hot you know super super hot but some of the wines have actually aged quite well so i'm sure it's it's drinking really well probably lasts quite a while longer too especially in the original case 2016 promontory yeah i saw that it caught a couple bids man these these promontory wines are are climbing there's been a few sales of pretty serious hammers for those things no joke. I mean, 2315. 2315, yeah, for a three pack. That's, that's a lot. 2010 Chateau Pap Clement, 12 bottle lot, OWC, sold for 2280. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then another 2018, or the 2018, prom, 2018 promontory sold for 2205. Yeah, 100 bucks less or so than the 16, which is kind of interesting. But... I'd probably go for the 16 for 100 bucks more. Yeah. But and I, you know, the 18, 18 probably cost more on the mailing list. I think two, you know, two years later, I think they probably price went up, but for sure. <laughs> I, I, yeah. yeah, we had some action on a 1989, uh, Raya. Yeah, this was this was one of my picks, I think, two weeks ago, right? It's funny because it was in auction, didn't sell the first week, and then the second week it got it got bid up. So it, it, <laughs> First sold in 1991 for $4.99 at Cost Plus World Market. And <laughs> yeah, it was never that cheap. It was cheap. <laughs> now it was never that. I mean, it was probably 30 bucks in, in early 90s, I would imagine. Now it's $21.50. Yeah. Um, and, <laughs> and then in 82, Lafitte Rothschild sold for with after three bids, it went from 1555 to 1755. And anything you want to mention before we wrap up? Yeah, there were a couple other things that I, I had picked actually last week that that saw a lot of activity. One was the 
Diamond Creek 91, that old lake blend that I was like, oh, you know, that's a, I was like, that's a pretty good deal at 235. But sure enough, it got bid up to 365. So not a cheap deal there. 77 Rulo, I think I mentioned this one too. Merceau, Le Mec Chevaux, that started at 395 and hammered at 700. So that was pretty exciting. There was also a bottle of done the 17 uh el camino and of course i lost it in the mix here and all my windows that are open there it is yeah i started at 425 and i think all of them hammered at 525 or something like that so not a huge amount of, of increase but still that's a that's a rare one so fun to see that happen and i think that was about it for you know some of the some of the exciting stuff there's some bukello that got bit up which was cool. So lots of fun things last week, for sure. A lot of cool stuff. And there's a ton of cool stuff this week. Stay tuned for our episodes and all the interesting stuff coming into auction that we'll be dropping later this week as well. So for WineBid, I am Jeff McGurns, Paul Walker, wishing you happy bidding and cheers. Cheers. Cheers.